ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial. family and evangelistic service family members. My beloved, uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode 555-555, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story, a non-fiction story, and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history the present, and the future. Today we are reading 1 Kings chapter 4, verses 11 through 19. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, I thank you for your holy word. Thank you for the earlier devotional time and service and prayer. Please hear and answer our prayers. We are weak and feeble. And so, Holy Father God, we look to you that you would give us the strength to pray, to read your Holy Word, to understand your Holy Word, to comprehend your Holy Word, to obey your Holy Word, and to apply it in our lives. And to share it with others, to teach it to others, to preach it to others, and to preach your Holy Gospel to others. Grant us your energy, strength, unction, anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to do so. Save souls through what we do. For your glory, praise, and honor. Revive Christians. Glorify your holy name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. That uh, alarm you heard or that ring you heard was my, my wife's uh, prayer reminder. Uh, uh, she prays uh, every half hour, and uh, and we pray as well uh, every hour. She prays every half hour because uh, she's a a bigger sinner than the rest of us. But anyway, 
Ladies and gentlemen, 1 Kings chapter 4, verses 11 through 19. I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing the eternal word of God. At 1 Kings chapter 4, verses 11 through 19, the son of Abinadab in all the region of Dor, which had to path the daughter of Solomon to wife. Baana, the son of Ahilud, to him pertained Tanakh and Megiddo and all Beth Shion, which is by Zatana beneath Jezreel. From Beth Shion to Abel Mehola, even unto the place that is beyond Jachnium. The son of Geber in Ramoth Gilead, to him pertained the towns of Jair, the son of Manasseh, which are in Gilead. To him also pertained the region of Agob, which is in Bashan, threescore great cities with walls and brazen bars. Ahinadab, the son of Ido, had Mahanaim. Ahimaaz was in Naphtali. He also took Basmoth, the daughter of Solomon, to wife. To wife. Baana, the son of Hushai, was in Asher and in Aloth. Jehoshaphat, the son of Parua, in Issachar, Shimei, the son of Elah, in Benjamin. Geber, the son of Uri, was in the country of Gilead, in the country of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and of Og, king of Bashan, and he was the only officer which was in the land. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Have it to find a lodging place in our hearts. Help us to live by it and to apply it to our lives in the way that you see fit. By your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead service family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third, 
president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 146. Psalm 16.7 is where we are. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. Praise as well as prayer was presented to the Father by our Lord Jesus, and we are not truly his followers unless our resolve be. I will bless the Lord. Jesus is called Wonderful Counselor, but as man he spake not of himself, but as Man, he spake not of himself, but as his father had taught him. Read in confirmation of this, John 7, 16, 8, 28, and 12, 49, and 50. And the prophecy concerning him in Isaiah 11, 2, and 3. It was our Redeemer's want to repair to his father for direction, and having received it, he blessed him for giving him counsel. It would be well for us if we would, if we would rather follow his example of lowliness. Cease from trusting in our own understanding and seek to be guided by the Spirit of God. My reigns also instruct me in the night seasons. By the reins understand the inner man. The affections and the feelings. The emotions, the communion of the soul with God brings to it an inner spiritual wisdom which in still seasons is revealed to itself. Our Redeemer spent many nights alone upon the mountain, and we may readily conceive that together with his fellowship with heaven, he he carried on a profitable commerce with himself. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Reviewing his experience for forecasting his work uh, and considering his position, Great generals fight their battles in their own mind long before the trumpet sounds. So true. And so did our Lord win our battle on his knees before he gained it on the cross. It is a gracious habit after taking counsel from above to take counsel within. Wise men see more with their eyes shut by night than fools can see by day with the eyes open. Glory be to God, 
Go ahead, Spurgeon. He who learns from God and so gets the seed will soon find wisdom within himself growing in the garden of his soul. Thine ears shall hear a voice behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. When ye turn to the right hand and when ye turn to the left, the night season which the sinner chooses for his sins is the hallowed hour of quiet. When believers hear the soft, still voices of heaven, and of the heavenly life within themselves. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for your holy word and your servant expounding upon it. He being dead yet liveth, and we give you and speaketh, and we give you the glory, praise, and honor for what you've done in his life to be a blessing in our lives. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we go to the family verses. And we're back around to uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24. And I still say to women, if you don't want to submit to a man, do not marry a man. And don't marry anybody else either. It's unfortunate, but I have to say that today. And um, uh, for you, if you do that, if you marry a woman, women, you will be committing the abomination of homosexuality. There's no such thing as a uh, woman-to-woman marriage, period, or man-to-man marriage, period. Uh, God made man and woman to marry. He performed the first marriage, and he wants it to stay that way. So with that said now, if you don't want to get submit to a man, don't marry a man. But if you want to get married, then you're going to have to submit to your husband according to the word of God, according to uh, your nature, and according to your instincts, not according to your sinful self, your flesh, your rebelliousness and stubbornness and witchcraft, being hell-bent to go against what God has said. The Bible reads in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24, and we'll be here three days. Wives, if the Lord should tarry his coming, and we live. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands, as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Now, if you want marriage, and you want the wedding, and you want the white dress, and you want the limousine, and you want the party after the wedding, and you want the honeymoon, and you want a man to be there for you, to help, to, to, to lead you throughout your life, and you want to help your husband, then you need to be this kind of wife. 
otherwise you're going to bomb as a woman, a wife, and a mother. And, um, and you're going to cause more problems for the family than any good. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, God used his church to show you how to be a good wife. And notice that Jesus says here, I mean the word of God says here, that the church is subject unto Christ. And all people who are saved by the grace of God through Christ, that's, that's automatic. We know that. It doesn't say it will be in, in subjection to Christ. It is in subjection to Christ. If you're saved and born again, you have better sense than to rebel against Christ because then you're going to bring upon yourself chastisement and rebuke as many, many churches and pastors have. So let their wives be to their own husbands in everything. You don't have to be in subjection to anybody else's husband, woman, just your husband. That's it. And we got too many women who like to subject themselves to Pastor so-and-so and other uh, women, I mean other men, uh, but not to their own husbands. And that's a no-no in God's economy. By the grace of God, we'll pick up here uh, tomorrow if the Lord should tarry his coming. Let's pray for other wives and other um, people in their families saved and lost. <clears throat> Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for the salvation of families that don't know you. We pray, Lord, for revival of families who do and help them all to go to your holy word and obey it regarding their family life. We pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving across this country and around the globe. Due to the coronavirus, comfort them as only you can. Send them the help and give them the help that only you can give and draw them to yourself for salvation. And we pray for a few by name. We pray for those who are hurting from the coronavirus, for the family and friends of New York resident Nora Hopkins. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Mary Castro. We pray for the family and friends of Utah resident Betty Morrison. We pray for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident Kenneth Africano. And we pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Pamela Acker. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, we pray for the for all people who name the name of Christ. Help us to all confess our sins uh, of disobeying your great commandment and disobeying your great commission. And help us to repent. For we would not be in the chastisement, rebuke, trouble, and a mess that we have created if we had done those two things. 
and help us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for all of the people. We pray for all who are in government from the president on down who are in the ministry of government. Save their souls, change their lives. Those who are saved, fill them with the power of your Holy Spirit and help them all to uh, repent of their sins. And uh, Lord, Revive those who are saved, save those who are lost, cast out the devil and the demons of hell out of all of the people who have that problem in government. Lead God and direct them in the way that they should go, that they would do what they need to do, that we lead and are able to lead peaceful and quiet lives. We pray that you would protect and provide for all of those, uh, all of your Christian people, especially in Nigeria right now, protect them from the persecution that they're facing and protect us from uh, that same persecution uh, that uh, so many are suffering today, even in America and China and other places. And uh, Lord, uh, prepare us, grant us your grace for our um, trying hours and for our dying hours. And Holy Father God, I pray uh, for the peace of Jerusalem. I also pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ <coughs> Lord, uh, for uh, the prayer requests that have come in. Lord, we pray for all of the people that we've prayed for down through the years who've sent in prayer requests. We pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. Protect them from the coronavirus. Thank you for the privilege to pray for all of them by name and regarding their needs specifically and uh, repeatedly. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray now, Lord, and we pray that you would hear and answer their prayers and our prayers for them based upon your Holy Word. That says, Ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. We pray, Lord, for Maris, for Jason, Michelle, and their families to get saved. Restore their relationships with Tekla and Amaris and help them to follow God's direction. <coughs> Pardon me. And Lord, uh, Lord, we pray also for Pastor Bushibi as we praise you and thank you and pray to you uh, as this is a praise report and a prayer request. We thank you, Lord. We join Pastor Bushibi in thanking you for the soul saved at their church uh, meetings. Thank you for the good report from the meeting in Soroti. 
Thank you for hearing and answering our prayers. Thank you for Timothy's continued recovery. Please heal Melanie's eyes and bless the surgery. Please bless them with uh, a water well. Please comfort Greg's family after he uh, was killed in a motorbike accident. Enable them to register church properties with the government, deliver them from economic hardships, bless them with peaceful elections. Lord, uh, bless them with church construction and financial resources for open-air gospel crusades. Bless them as they fast and pray. We pray for Nita. Please protect her and her loved ones from the coronavirus plague. We also pray, Lord, for the people who have gotten saved through the ministry uh, from this pulpit and uh, from hearing the gospel that can save any soul. We pray, Lord, for those who have gotten saved through this ministry, help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. We pray for Sir Simpaja Dennis in Kampala, Uganda. We pray for Samuel. We pray for Niabutu. We pray for Isaac and we pray for Joel. We pray, Lord, for the people who have recommitted their lives to you through the preaching of the whole counsel of God. And Lord, you know who they are. We pray for No. Cephaso, uh, Jones, Stella, Martha, or Moy in me. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives. And Holy Father God in our lives as well. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. And help them to stand strong in the faith. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Well, dear friends, I'm getting ready to go preach. Join us if you can. God bless you, my dear friends. Until next time. Now, dear friend, if you are with us today... If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world, these are the words of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten Son, God gave up his only begotten Son to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our taking God's name in vain and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible.
Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, the word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ. Should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, that, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved, but believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that. That Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner. And I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day, and Lord, I, don't, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. 
and I believe it all. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to truly repent of my sins past. And to truly repent of my sins present. And to turn from my evil life. And to follow you, Lord Jesus, in the new life. For it is in your name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, I declare to you that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible, that I just shared with you, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10, verse 9, uh, and this is what the book title is based on. I am the door, Jesus Christ said. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer.